0: 44, episode 44, Badass Records Podcast. Yeah, you recognize it right <laughs> away. Uh, I, know so I, that. I know that's yeah, the signature. Yeah. signature tattooed on. There. Nice. Um, I've had, gosh, three, four, possibly five Jasons, a couple Joshes. Uh I've had a couple family members. I've had one husband and wife, uh, but n- this is the first father-son uh duo uh to join me so we're doing episode 44 badass records podcast sammy sammy sent or Sami, as, as your dad says <laughs> sanchez name. uh thanks for being here man thanks for having me happy what, to be here what uh what's your what weekend been looking like so far
1: Uh pretty chill weekend i just got a new job i'm oh. attending uh king g down at the crossroads okay um so yesterday was my first shift there Got to know the got to know the crew. Got to check the place out. Really cool. Excited about that.
0: That was it. A lunch shift. Uh, it was a dinner okay. shift. It was. Uh, it was and uh, then Saturday you know, night off.
1: Uh, it was just a training. Okay. Just come and get to know the place. Uh, they're actually the owners opening up a new bar in a few weeks, right next door. Uh, and I'll be working there once okay. it opens. Okay. Okay. So I'm just like getting to know the staff and stuff because it'll sure. be mostly the same staff between the two. So.
0: Um. And is this uh. Is this your full time gig? Uh, it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. What were you doing before? Uh, recently,
1: I was in, but uh, until uh, for the past several years, I was in education. I was a high school paraprofessional. Okay. Uh, and then I got out of that because education's kind of in a rough place right now. And,
0: and I mean, uh, and is there a, a bigger thankless job than a para? In, I gen- mean...
1: <laughs> in general, no, not really. It's a it's a rough time. know. if it was just teaching and working with the kids I'd still be there it was great but you know with everything else going on right it's just it's chaos so
0: um so your father was not successful in encouraging you to stay far far away from this industry they
1: my both my parents growing up probably you know you know I grew up around restaurants they've owned several restaurants and they were always like you know you can work around uh help us out but not sure this is something you want to get into, you know, because I saw them go through, you know, all the financial troubles, sure. all the just the the hardship that, that goes into the hospitality industry. And, you know, growing up, I was like, yeah, I'll work in hospitality, but it's not something I'll probably end up in. But I've worked in bartending gigs and serving gigs and even management here and there. And I just I love the hospitality industry. I mean,
0: industry. if you can uh, have some discipline. And, uh, not let your life become absorbed by the hours and the culture and still just be yep. a human, which
1: can be hard to do I'm, sometimes, it's, but
0: uh, mo- maybe more often than not, but if yeah. you can walk that line, I mean, there's money to be made, you know, oh, yeah. if, and, you know, you
1: cool people. It's, yes.
0: Um, and, uh, you, you know, in that, in a bartending or a, any front of the house, uh, role more or less, you gotta be. Smart with your money I mean Cause yeah. you, all this you, you get a pile of it Yeah <laughs> And then It's like This isn't for me to just go Right And have a good time with like, it's I got
1: like a deposit every two weeks Yes it's, Exactly What's this $200 yeah. in my pocket All yeah. of a I'm, yeah. yeah
0: I better hang on to like 180 of that mm-hmm. or something Uh What's so what, What's the name of the, the new place Uh
1: The new place is Jim's, Jim's. Bar. Okay uh, opening up right next door to King G Bar and Deli Okay
0: Um And Crossroads,
1: Crossroads. It's 18th and Locust. I'm that
0: sure. place still kind of has a pulse, right? Like, oh it's yeah, still...
1: Mission Tacos right there. There's a few breweries in the area that are really cool. Uh, yeah, Crossroads is always a really cool area to hang out.
0: And in. And what I mean. Besides, like uh, a First Friday kind of thing, like, what, why else is that area a destination spot for folks?
1: Uh, there's just a lot going on. It's not in the heart of downtown, so it's not, you know, quite as congested yeah. as, you know, like down by Kaufman or something, for right. example. But, it's still, you know, close enough that, you know, if you need to go to the Sprint Center, like right after a show lets out. Okay, like, or, cool. Sorry, T-Mobile. Right, out. yeah, yeah. Uh, but if a show lets out there, people can, you know, it's two blocks, if that, to get down to Crossroads. And right. And have a dozen different bars, like I said, a bunch of cool breweries. Yeah. It's just a really cool open area, a lot of art, a lot of, you know, bustling activity. Yeah.
0: So, so what kind of hours are you going to be putting in this place?
1: Um, mostly... Closing shifts, I'm assuming. Like
0: a couple or three a week, or mm-hmm, okay, yeah. all right. And then in your non-working hours, what are you, what are you what are you doing with yourself? Uh,
1: I tutor on the side. Okay, uh, I do a lot of tutoring. Um, just you know. Hang out with my girlfriends. Sure. Listen to music. Play video games.
0: Not what do you? Do what's what you your? Uh, what's your? What are some of your go-to?
1: Uh, ever since Elden Ring came out earlier this year, it's pretty much all I. Elden play. Ring. Yeah. What's that? Uh, it's uh, for PlayStation or Xbox or whatever you want to play. It's like I don't know if you ever played Dark Souls or uh-uh. any of those kind uh-uh. of games, but it's like. Uh, just a fantasy adventure okay. game. Cool. But it's a lot of, you know, you die a million times. <laughs> like the very first enemy you encounter just okay. like bops you once and you die. So it's a are lot
0: you, of... Are you, uh, are you on, is, are you connected?
1: It's on a, a, PS4 is what I play on.
0: So. But are you online with other people? Or I you, just... can, you can play okay. online.
1: Yeah, uh, people can like leave notes around the map. Oh, funny! And be like, hey, uh, go this way. Okay, but you don't know if they're lying. You go that way, and mm. there's a monster. It'll just destroy you instantly. Nice. So it's a it's a fun time. Yeah, um, a and
0: uh, girlfriend for like three, About a little over three years. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she, she's, uh, you guys are 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 way 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 past uh, the parent tests. Like she, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: she, my parents love her probably more than they love me.
0: Okay, love well, uh, and she, uh, did you guys go to the Dominican? Uh, uh, yeah, all of we, you.
1: We went last year. Uh, my parents, Becca, my girlfriend, and I uh, went to the DR. My sister was supposed to go, but because of COVID, she was a little sure. iffy, so she stayed back. But the four of us went. It was. Fantastic. How many
0: times have you been?
1: Uh, So I was born there, lived there till I was four, a little after four. Uh, And then when we first moved to the States, it was to Florida. Okay. Every summer we could, you know, just fly back. Right. Um, And then my grandma passed when I was eight or nine. I'm going to say nine. Uh, And then right after that, we moved to Kansas City. Okay. So I think after that, we only went back once, like maybe the year after. And then it had been over a decade since I'd been back. So. For this most recent trip? So this last trip had been, Were you stoked? It had been a very long time. I was very excited.
0: And did you guys uh, like go to one spot or did you move around? A we, bit?
1: So I was born in the capital and growing up in the DR, I mostly stayed in the capital. Uh, we would visit you know, a few other towns, but my knowledge of the country was fairly limited so my parents decided to just give us like a countrywide road trip on this past year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we visited, you know, we landed in the capital, stayed there for like a day or two and then just rented a car and went like all the way around the country, pretty much up, up to the North coast, went down the side, back around. Wow. It was great. It it's a fairly small country. Sure. Still took us like almost two weeks, but it was, it was I a mean, great time.
0: and that's, uh, I mean, that's a, chunk of time in a vehicle with other people. I mean... It can be. Uh, and we would
1: stay at you know Airbnbs or kay. little inns wherever mm-hmm. we could find. A, we stayed. You know, my grandparents at the time lived in a town called Samana, so whenever we were there, we stayed with them. Okay. We stayed at a resort for almost a week. Just at the end of the road trip, you know, we made it through all this. Let's just relax the last few days. And that's what I'm that talking about. I mean, nice. I want to <laughs> so, see the
0: stuff and learn the things too. And and but then the kicking it is. Yeah, and it was a.
1: Uh, Not all inclusive, but mostly inclusive. So, you know, just swim up to the bar, Mm. get me a daiquiri. Here you go. On the house, it was.
0: I think so. We, I don't know if we dipped below 30 today, but it got chilly for the, I mean, (laughs) official. the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Coats and hats and stuff. And it's like, you say swim at bar. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) That sounds suddenly very appealing. Oh, yeah. It was real nice. So, born, I mean, uh, what if you. I mean, a one-line summer, like, what's the what's the feel of being there? I mean, is everything relatively chill and enjoyable? It's
1: very, oh, I'll say, if you're in the capital, it's very busy. Okay. Like, the capital is just, you know, a world capital. It's a lot of people moving around. It's a very busy area. Um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of crime, a lot of poverty. Okay. That's just how it is. Uh, but once you get out to you know the countryside, the more rural areas, it's you know gorgeous. Everyone's okay. super friendly. Everyone's more than willing to help you out. Nice. It's just everything's cheap. You know the food is really cheap. Everything's yeah. you know not Beans much is imported yeah. yeah. uh, uh, food wise. So all the food is super cheap. Everything's everything's cool. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, so your dad and I talked a bunch about uh, Costa Rica before. Mm-hmm uh over you know like a year or something like that and then they went uh and um we had gone in fe- oh gosh set 17 or 8 i can't remember but uh we went so we honeymooned there. we went to Capos and okay. stayed there and then uh a few years ago we went to uh Tamarindo which is mm-hmm. where i think your That's folks That's we went yeah okay oh, you, you um, were on that trip too
1: so i think they went by themselves again like a year ago okay or maybe even earlier this year but uh about three or actually it was more like four or five years ago we went uh my parents my sister and i went to Marindo. Okay. nice we stayed in the little villa right by the beach yep. it was we were there for like a week or so it was so before then i'd only ever been to the dominican republic okay. the u.s so that was the oh, first wow. time yeah. visiting another country right it was I mean, knowing Spanish helped a lot. Yeah, so it, there's so that was nice. A lot of English speaking, but, but happening there was a there. lot of yeah. It but was uh, very easy to get around.
0: This this trip to Tamarindo, I mean, like just really fantastic being there, and nothing too noteworthy coming or going. But for the trip to Capos, we flew into San Jose, mm-hmm. and then uh, everybody, pilot included, walked out you know, to this kind of like dirt road and got in the plane from the back. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. and, uh, the, you know, pilots last on. And I mean, they, you, they kind of like brush up against you when they're walking to the, and, and then my knees were up against mm-hmm. the back of the pilot seat. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like no, touching the back of the pilot, like right there. Right. And this little plane just, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't know that was how this was going to work. But, um, and there was a, there was another honeymooning couple behind us, and uh, sh- she immediately was. I, I, she may have even been slightly teary-eyed before mm-hmm. they started the engines, but it's you know. And then forty-five minute sh- sh- just kind of flight, and the whole time she was just beside herself, which I felt for her because I'm typically terrified mm-hmm. as well. But uh, anyway, um, uh, we, I guess maybe. I can't remember if it was coming or going, but we were in San Jose for a good minute and took took a taxi. Um, and as soon as we like approached, you know, like leaving a hotel parking lot or whatever, approaching traffic, I was like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> looks crazy!" And we're gonna go right into it. Yep. And then we got into it, and I was like, "Oh, I so the smaller." the thing that you're in or on to the, the, the less uh, right away you have. So like a, also, a person yeah. on a bike or a pedestrian, yeah, like they're not
1: going to let you through. So you kind of just have to uh, force they're, your Also, way they're not
0: going to like, they'll hit you if you're just yep. in the way or come dang close. So that was, that was for me, that was way worse than the little plane ride. Just, <laughs> oh God. Yep. But, um, so your sister's, Younger or older?
1: She's four years younger.
0: Four years younger. So she was born here then?
1: Uh, She was born in the DR. She was only three weeks old. That's right. That's right.
0: That's right. Okay. And how long has she been in Chicago?
1: Uh, She moved there, I want to say, last year. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was last year. Okay. About a year, maybe a little over a year now.
0: Cool. Um, Maybe two years now. I should know the answer to this question, uh, seeing as how your dad was here for episode 30, but uh, tell me, if you would, your memories of their music playing or not music playing in the, in the house uh, growing so up.
1: So, a lot of Spanish music, okay. obviously a lot of yeah. merengue, bachata, Yes, bachata, yeah. um, all that good stuff. Uh, but also, uh, my mom was obsessed with George Michael Really, and, uh, Duran Duran, Okay, like her, her big heart her heart throbs sure. were uh george michael and uh simon LeBond from duran duran yeah yeah so uh listened to a lot of you know new wave uh-huh, stuff going uh-huh. up, a lot of tears for fears a lot of that okay sort of stuff and my dad was really into you know the police yeah more like the heavier okay aerosmith that kind of sure. stuff. uh so a lot of that okay as well uh, and it was really funny because uh, growing up, we also had relatives that would come stay with us. Uh-huh. Uh, since we were, you know, we moved to Kansas City first, so if there was, for example, my uncle would trying to move to the U.S. from Puerto Rico, he would come stay with us for a few months till he got like. That his sounds kind of fun. And then he would, you know, we still obviously talk to him, but, right? You know, he lived right. with us for yeah. a few years. And then a few years later, another uncle would live with us. And so I got a lot of experience from them. My first, uh, my Uncle Luigi, who lived with us, uh, he got me into, like, Metallica. Oh, wow. And corn. Okay. <laughs> that, you know, that kind of, like, the heavier stuff. Yeah. My Uncle Louie got me into, like, tool. Oh, wow. inch nails. And so just a very diverse uh, assortment of growing up. Are these, are these uh, up.
0: both d- dad's brothers? Or? So
1: my uncle, Louis, I call him my uncle. He's, uh, like, a third or fourth cousin. Okay. I think he's, like, my grandma's nephew some relation, but sure. he's like my mom's cousin somewhere there grew up together so he started living he lived with us for a while and then my uncle luby who lived with us later is my mom's brother okay so all on their side very nice side. um
0: i uh so i've, I've got this uh like streak uh, intentional streak of three dogs i've had had a dog die, uh, whatever, like 12 years ago, but he was around for 14 years. And then the two upstairs, they're all named after pianists. Okay. Um, and so when we were going to get this puppy, I, I explained to the kids that that is the way that it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And they were not thrilled at all. <laughs> but I did give them a list of like 28, 30, somewhere in there last names of pianists and they ended up choosing Ellington because I was like you could call her Ellie and they're like sold Uh, but one of them was um, Lamar with two R's and I hope I get this right Um, I think it's the Delvin Lamar trio and I think that he it's it's a jazz band and I think he's on the keys um and they their i think it's their most recent record record, um has a cover of careless whisper really yeah and it's like uh i feel foolish saying this but i i can't off the top of my head remember if it's the the keys or the or the guitar that do the that the m- do, do, yeah. do, you <laughs> know the most famous do, 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 exactly exactly uh, but it's so good i mean the, the whole record's good but mm. that's it's like a Stand little out, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, and the, I mean that guy, uh, c- kind of underrated in the sense of like, you know, uh, a Madonna or a Michael Jackson or, or some of the big, like he was huge. I mean, of course, Wham was very huge for a second, but then the, yeah. the, the, the stuff he did for the little bit of time he was cranking. Oh, yeah. I Late mean,
1: eighties, early nineties, like all of George Michael. Yeah. It was all him.
0: um, So, yeah, you've got their stuff and then some influences from other relatives, and then eventually do you, like, begin a collection of your own? Or So,
1: roughly, like, it wasn't until about college where I started, you know, like, paying attention to music. Up until then, it was, you know, someone would recommend me an artist, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, I like this, and I would like, okay, I like these songs, I don't like these songs, but I wouldn't really put a ton of thought into why that was uh but i just knew like all right music is cool yes but it wasn't until about college uh it was actually you no know, pink floyd was the band okay that, uh, and i grew up listening to some pink floyd you sure know, the big albums big songs but uh in college i started you know i had some friends that were really into pink floyd and all together we started listening and so those, so
0: you came to kc at what age i was 10 okay almost 10. and up north uh yeah okay and then college was at mizzou okay mm-hmm. how'd columbia. you uh, engineer or what was the uh, it was mathematics mathematics it was okay okay um it, did you were you there for four, year? four years okay yeah. and you, you uh, loved mizzou.
1: it <laughs> i love columbia columbia okay. is a great town i love my friends mizzou as a school not not my fondest memories really uh you know it's very much uh uh i'll say mathematics wasn't there uh biggest priority. So the math department was just kind of
0: I mean it's like kind of historically a journalism school. Journalism right?
1: school and then more recently, you know, sports obviously. Uh, yeah, it's of a very course. big party school. Very, okay. very big I worked at uh if anyone's ever been to Columbia, it's called El Rancho. Okay. It's the popping uh restaurant that's open, like right at the heart of downtown, a little Mexican restaurant uh-huh. right across from all the big bars open till 3am so it was where all the drunk people would go sure so i would see people you know the line would go out the door and down the corner dang and and it was every single night and so i would get to see a lot of people and that was fun yeah but then i would see them the next day you know on (laughs) campus and they'd be like I know you from somewhere. Where mm-hmm. do I recognize you? From? I was it's like, called oh, last yes. night. You were blacked out yeah. ordering some grilled chicken nachos. At um, That's
0: what's did up. you live multiple places while you were down there?
1: I did. Uh, thankfully, I never lived on campus. Okay. Uh, I won't say thankfully. I'm sure living on campus was fine. But from when I got to Mizzou, I lived off campus uh, with some friends. Friends I actually met at Mizzou. Uh, I lived with uh, several friends throughout the years. Uh, for four years, and then came back to sure. Kansas City. Yep.
0: So I'm on the. I mean, fascinating to me that you said that. Love Columbia, not so super fond of Zoo. I'm on the. Um, I, I, I'm kind of freshly out of like a on and offish three year relationship with a gal from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So across that span has been, you know, occasionally visits there. Sometimes me solo, sometimes with the kids, and and she, she's she came up a bunch, and sometimes with her daughter. Uh, but probably our most frequent deal was Saturday night in Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, not you know, once boy, once yeah. a month maybe, every once in a while too. But yeah, and we stayed all over the place, mm-hmm. and um, I. The feeling was always the same, and to me, it feels like a super weird town, and not really be- not because of uh, the way that it's set up or uh, the businesses that are there, or but just there's just an odd collection of people.
1: The culture clash between like the old heads that you know, like that live there, like yeah. the townies versus. Yeah just the huge influx of partying college yeah. students like, um, it creates a weird dynamic. But, but I yeah.
0: mean, so we've stayed in a bunch of hotels. We've interacted with lots of staff. Mm-hmm. And so this is obviously an adult that is working a full-time job and they live here and blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of weirdness there. And then when we, sometimes we'd go out to eat and sometimes we'd just order something. Right. But, uh, anytime we went downtown was also really weird. And like, um, I remember sitting um, at a two top uh, a window table for brunch and then all of a sudden this like impromptu like farmers market just cropped up and it was all we everybody that was a part of it was really weird looking (laughs) and shady and like malnourished and then it vanished and then um had some weird, like uh, outdoor dining, uh, weird people just kind of like approach and be in our space. And it's like, and and, and then, and then, uh, more than once being out downtown and there was like this little pocket of people where there, there, they would just be like three, four, five, six people just totally out on heroin i'm telling just you know like and i didn't know i didn't know what was happening but she was like uh uh, she got some familiarity with that um whole situation and she i was like oh really is that you know and then it's like uh, that's crazy that there's a um a part of I want to say North Philly. Um, there's like a whole... There's a TikTok account. That's, they're, they're making a document, but it's just block after block after block of people that are just completely... Uh, sometimes they're just like bent over, like standing and completely doubled over, like out of it. A lot of uh, people passed out on the street. Of course, just trash and stuff everywhere. Um, and a lot of just this idea of this these are the thing these are my belongings mm-hmm. this is what I have but uh, if I nod off like it's free game like yes. people will root through take your shoe I mean so in a, a a sort of an offshoot of a large city like it's easy to imagine but Columbia's I mean it's small, a big yeah. town but it's also the heart of it is, is a small yeah. little. So for that to go on and people just be like, yeah, I don't know, man, it's, yeah, uh, man, the
1: parking garages, all the little side yeah, alleys. Yeah. Uh,
0: um, but uh, so, so you, you hammered out your four years and came back to KC. Yep. Yeah. Then
1: yeah, right into hospitality. <laughs> working at, uh, the Westin uh, okay. hotel downtown. Yeah. I was there for a few years, uh, and then I yeah, just been hospitality and then education and back to hospitality. Nice.
0: Um, well, I think I told you, uh, when you sent me your list, I was, I was not only really excited, but I, I felt almost like, um, a, like almost a tear came into my <laughs> eye. Um, so, um, 1976, uh, Tom Waits, small change, um, the, vinyl on the desk behind you is a brand new acquisition for me uh the cassettes um are are ones that I acquired in you know college and beyond and it's like I had a pocket where I dug in Mm -hmm. and was like I'm getting it I'm getting it and then for whatever reason I redirected or or went somewhere else and I, I really don't um well I don't have a a cassette player set up any <laughs> anywhere right at the moment, but I really, I really haven't ever, uh, dug back in, <clears throat> but I was really, really excited to see his name. Um, because he has always been so fascinating. Agreed. Um, and curious and you know, there's the element of me that's like, uh, I would like to live my life the way that he, you know, I, I just, I, I just I do what I want. Mm-hmm. And that turns out I'm going to, I've got a little success along the way too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, somebody really wanted me to get into Frank's wild years. And I, I don't know if I gave it a qualified, uh, listen, you know, to me, three three listens through a record gives you uh, validity in saying for it, yeah. you know, like you can say some. Um, and I think I personally wanted to be into Swordfish Trombones, um, but it never could really click. But but Rain Dogs and Heart of Saturday Night and Small Change were three that, for whatever reason, it just worked. Likely and I, I forgot how many songs on Small Change that I really love yep. and I really just felt myself like I'd done a disservice to myself like that. <laughs> it's like, I got to get back in there I've been missing out. I mean, because there's a lot more than that.
1: Oh yeah. He's a prolific artist.
0: Um, in fact, uh, eight, he's got eight, this is his fourth of 18 mm-hmm. records. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of work to be done. Um, but where did you cross paths with him and his stuff?
1: Uh, it was actually really funny. Before I ever listened to his music, uh, he was he acts occasionally. You now he appears in right, right. small roles here and there. Uh, he was in he had a small role in a movie called Seven Psychopaths. Okay, it came out a little over ten years ago, I think. Uh, Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell. Oh, really? really? Okay, great movie. Love that movie. Sorry, what is it again? It's called Seven Psychopaths. Okay, really interesting. Christopher Walken's oh, in great God. movie. Uh, but Tom Waits plays a small role in it, and he just plays, you know, super eccentric, weird guy that came to find out later that's just Tom Waits. He was pretty much playing himself. I
0: I think it's probably not the only time that he has appeared as himself (laughs) in a thing.
1: Uh, And I was just like, who the hell is this guy? And I looked him up, and uh, I think the first song I heard might have been like, The Piano Has Been Drinking. God. or a step right up, you know, one of those, like, really quirky songs that you're just like, what the hell am I listening to right now? But at the same time, you're like, I can't stop listening. Yes. It's amazing. And then from there, just have been absolutely in love with him, would say he's for, easily, oh For 10 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Easily one of my... I'd say he's probably, as far as the pure songwriter, probably my favorite.
0: I mean, he's, so do you... I've never had somebody to, like, be... You know, a co fan with mm-hmm. like. I mean, do you do you have people in your life that are, are like big Tom Waits fans? Uh,
1: like, my girlfriend, you know, by proxy, right? <laughs> just right. Just because of how much she's listened to when right. me playing him, uh, and you know, I send f- like a friend here and there. I'll be like, hey, check out this song. Mm-hmm, and more mm-hmm. we'll often than not, it's why does he sound like he's got gravel in his throat <laughs> or something like that. But uh, it's yeah, called it's whiskey like, and cigarettes. Exactly. It's not a not a very uh, typical sound. No. That, people you know you just throw on the radio and oh that's tom Waits. yeah it's very much as uh an accustomed sound you have to get used to uh,
0: well so the thing that's always been i think so appealing to me is that uh i dig i dig his sound his approach Mm -hmm. everything but the fact that somebody uh, an executive at a record label was like we'll we'll pony up for you to go record (laughs) that and then people bought it Oh yeah! Well, and it's like kind of like refreshing. Like, oh, we there is reason to have faith in the music audience of the world, and And,
1: it's a testament to his songwriting that you know he can make these weird, like that voice and these weird lyrics and these weird sounds come together, and people are like, okay, yeah, I I get it, I can dig it, Tom Waits. Yeah.
0: Um, And so, in in thinking a lot about him the last week or so, um, I've never. really had an answer to the um, you know, if you could have a day with a celebrity, alive or dead, who would it be? He's He's in my top three without question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be uh, I feel like you would, uh, you know, uh, in the Matrix when they upload a (laughs) program now I can fly a (laughs) helicopter. I feel like a day with him I would walk away from that being like, I just gained like 15 years of Easy street American culture and, mm-hmm. and experience. Uh, and, uh, it's just anyway. Um, yeah, I, at least three, four, five tracks. I mean, the whole record's good, but, uh, that I really love. Um, and I, it was just surprise after surprise. Cause I, I think I had suspected, that There was like two here on this record and two here on this record. But to find them all together. Yes. I was like, God, this is a fantastic mm-hmm. album. Um, have you ever read any Bukowski? I have okay. saw, uh,
1: not, you know, a ton. Sure. Uh, I've always been really interested in the beat, the beatniks and all that. Uh, Same. Uh and he's very much like a musical beatnik. Yes. Essentially. He yeah. wrote about all the same type of, you know, that seedy underground yep. kind of yep. people, you know, hanging out late at night, doing drugs, yeah. doing God knows what, uh, but still in just like a really romantic almost way. Yes. Like not glorifying it, but not, you know, denouncing it either. It's right. like, hey, they're just doing their thing. Don't worry yeah. about it. You I do know. you, they do them. It, it is what it is.
0: Uh one of the lines I read uh said it's like uh he, lyrics like Bukowski and vocals like Louis Armstrong. That's, and I was that's like really, that's yeah. a perfect little marriage and also uh two people that I'm very two interested in icons, and you know, yeah. yeah. Um I mean <laughs> uh, who calls their band the Nocturnal Emissions? I mean it's uh <laughs> Th- that guy that i think that's, uh, there, yeah. that's about it um and also uh for this uh, i'm not so so sure uh how many producers he's used over the years but for this one it was bones Howe. Mm-hmm. and i was like if you if you have a dude named bones Howe producing your you record know exactly yeah. how it's going to sound <laughs>
1: uh
0: for some reason um one passage from I mean, there's so many great lyrics in this on this record. Every single song, but the one that stuck out, um, and it's just random, is from the one that got away. And it's uh, he's got a snakeskin sports shirt, and he looks like Vincent Price with a little piece of chicken, and he's carving off a slice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? You uh, paint such a vivid picture over such like the tiny yeah. little mundane details.
0: Yeah, and I can't. Uh, I can't hear the words Vincent and price together without kind of hearing a little bit of the thriller. Mm -hmm, Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, take me back to to 1983 and a piece of chicken. uh, Okay, man. Another line was uh, cast of characters that appear, you know, I suppose lyrically uh, in this record, are hookers, strippers, and small time losers that are all night owls and drunks, people lost in a cold urban world. I was like, bingo,
1: to a T. Yeah, nails every single one of his lyrical.
0: Um, So, how many of um, the others? uh, Other seventeen, I guess. Do you... I'm pretty
1: sure I've at some point listened to all of them. Really? Uh, there's obviously some I listen to more than yes, others. Yes, of course. Uh, this one, Small Change, is definitely my favorite, I'd say. But Mule Variations, Rain Dogs, uh, I'd say those, those are like the big three for M- me. Mule? Mule Variations, yeah. It's one of his 90s albums. Um,
0: uh, Did I see... When was his last one put out? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I think it was Big Like Me, and that was... If not like very early 2010s or late, I was gonna 2000s. say 09 yeah, somewhere. it's been a, been a while, uh, but you know he's he's in his 70s. He can very easily never put out another album. Oh, for sure. Have a perfect legacy for
0: but. sure. But to you know, if it was 2010 or somewhere around there, uh, you know, uh, the early 70s. I mean, that's a 40 year run. Like, yep. well done, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean.
1: And just to cover, so this album, Small Change, so you said it was his fourth. Up until then, all his albums had been pretty much, you know, that like barfly kind of jazzy, loungy type of music. But it was like starting with Small Change, uh, he started incorporating a lot of like weirdness into his songs. Like It's almost like cinema or exactly, something. Exactly, like a burlesque show, yeah. like a carnival yes. almost. Uh, there's a song on there called uh, Pacey's in the g Street, yes, which is the entire song is just a drum and him yeah. singing about, you know, some seedy strip show that he's going to. yeah, And, you know, that's very much not a loungy bar song, no. but, you know, it kind of paved the way for a, an album like Rain Dogs Ten Years On, that was just bustling to the brim with, you know, horns and weird like cacophony, like yeah. junkyard sound. yeah, And it's just seeing that evolution has just been incredible. And Small Change, I think, is the album where like you start seeing that like coming to you. Okay, he's a great lyricist. Yep. He's got the bar fly down. But he's found album, himself. He's like, all right, yeah. I can like spread my wings, see what else I'm capable yeah. of. Love, and he, yes. he nails
0: it. I feel like uh, a, a lot of the feeling of a lot of the tracks on this record are um, as if um, he's at the piano he's in front of the mic and he's looking out at this bar full of interesting folks. And there's a lot going on and he's describing everything that he sees. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in there, you can kind of picture everything except for there's like this small pocket of weirdness going on behind him that he's not telling you about. And you're, you kind of want to
1: keep mentioned that. Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: Which I think uh, maybe a little bit intentional, but I mean, it just, uh, I don't think in my lifetime anyway, I'll ever come across uh, a story storyteller with a unique approach uh, mm-hmm. like that. And it's just really good stuff. Um, so you you were listening to, or you heard some Pink Floyd when you were younger.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the big songs, wish you were here. Sure. Comfortably numb. Oops. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. You're fine. So yeah, I listened to, you know, the big songs wish you were here, comfortably numb, money, uh, the songs that were on the radio, yep. you know, the radio hits. But then it was like in college, uh, I was like, okay, I'll listen to, you know, Dark Side of the Moon all the way through. And I was like, okay, that was really good. And then the next one I listened to was Animals. Okay. And Animals, you know, Dark Side of the Moon was great and I've listened to it, you know, a million times at this point. Of course. But like the first time I listened to Animals, I it's like I can almost it's like like you said, the matrix is like, you came online, you're like, so this is what music can like do. And like, that was like the first time that I was like, okay, there's like intention here. Yes. Like, people like had a, had a sound in mind and they worked hard to perfect that sound. Yeah, And, and that's what this is.
0: Well, I, um, I think, you know, kind of, kind of being in the, uh, oldies, for a good while AM is what my mom's car and then middle school, I'm listening to a lot of classic rock on the radio. And from there I'm building my own collection. I think my first heavy, heavy pit stop was Led Zeppelin. And as is probably is the case with a lot of folks, the next move was pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I kind of had an instant obsession. Um, so it's like I get the wall, get dark side, get wish you were here, and then I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta have the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I went back to uh, Piper at the Gates of Dawn Fantastic. and um, full of Secrets.
1: That er, those early Sid years were very much unlike what they would like come to be known for uh, later uh, on. Polar opposites Completely to
0: me, uh, and also <laughs> just not my cup of tea. Like <laughs> uh, I, I know the tunes, I know, the, but but it's just. It was sort of like um, a bunch of homework I have to do that I'm it's not going to do anything for it's my grade, but I have to do it, it. it. Um, and then I think Obscured by Clouds is next, and I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, that, that is a pivot from those first two Something records. On, yeah. Um, and you've got like mm-hmm. Uma Guma somewhere in there. Um, I, I kind of my, uh, Adam Hart Mother wiggled so, my antenna.
1: Uh, Adam Hart Mother, I think, was the first. I mean, it wasn't the first I listened to. I listened to, like, well after I listened to, like, Dark Side of the Moon, Wish You Were Here. Is this
0: Cow in the Boot with the. The the Cow on the
1: Field, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's an album that, funnily enough, the band members themselves don't think very fondly of. Oh, God. It's so good. I love that. It's a very particular album like it's a peculiar album yes and just like the structure of it, you know the one giant song yes and then tiny individual compositions after but yeah the band members themselves aren't fond of it but that was one of the first like it being you know a 20 plus minute song to start off the album i was like what the hell is right this, this is amazing you can do that yeah like yeah. <laughs> this is you're allowed to do that uh, record labels will let you get away with this so
0: i remember feeling a certain way of about it's obscured by clouds and umagumas. is weird it's got like Not that several small and species of furry and gathered- together and yeah with a pig yeah again. uh just kind of like all right that's interesting um and again adam Hart mother being like whoa uh but i kept moving forward and for whatever reason uh I, I must, must have pivoted or I ran out of steam with the whole this whole self-imposed notion mm-hmm. um and I I didn't give animals the, the attention it deserved mm-hmm. uh listen to it a couple three times you know um uh, dogs dogs ever get radio play maybe a maybe, uh, maybe like an edit yeah It's a 17 or, minute song I'd be surprised right. um there's um so so it's kind of like and, and then I I at that at that time like momentary lapse mm-hmm. was pretty hot like learning to fly and um is there there's a, another tune on that one that has dogs dogs of war the dogs of war is on there um and then it's like uh um so, no uh what was the double live that came out the pulse no, it was delicate ra- sound, delicate sound. Mm-hmm. delicate sound of thunder. Like that, I, you know. I kind of stayed with that for because mm-hmm. I felt like qualified. Like this is current, modern, you know, <laughs> I I recent. Can, I can and I got I've got all the back albums that I need. Um, and then you know, um, I was I had a a, a a little bit of uh rap and hip hop, and then by senior year and and going off to school. That's kind of when I went down the jam band path and really never looked back. Um, (laughs) But I had this one evening in particular uh, at college where um, I I was hanging out with this girl. So I I went to Pittsburgh state Mm -hmm. for a year and it was a weird year for sure. I went because uh, my junior and senior year of high school uh, w- was full of partying, and it's like everybody's going to KU, and I was like, if you go there, like it might not end well, so you should, you know, um, little taster. Yeah, so I I I ended up down at Pittsburgh State. I have some friends, but I was coming back a lot mm-hmm. and going to parties here or up in Lawrence anyway. Um, but when I was down in Pittsburgh, I was um, for a little while. I was hanging out with this girl. Who was from Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and she was um, a military kid. Like they had moved a ton. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we connected and we uh, very much enjoyed uh, smoking pot and doing acid together. <laughs> um, and so on this one evening, um, she, I don't, I think we had plans to hang out and uh, something happened. So I ended up hanging out with these dudes and I, put put a dose on my tongue and uh was once you know an hour or so in everything's going great i just had this weird like i don't know if i feel like being around people anymore and so (laughs) i I went back to my room and i i had a couple different roommates um i had my first one uh he started dating a girl immediately and then Made some kind of move to get his own room down the hall. And so I had the room to myself for a while and then I had another roommate. And then he ended up moving in with somebody else across the hall. And then so I had these couple different pockets where I had the room to myself. Hmm. And the dudes that I was hanging out with were f- from just outside of Wichita, this little town called Derby. And one of them had an older brother that was already down there. And we helped him move one day. And there was this chair, there was this big, just super comfy. Nothing special about it, just kind of a box, you know, but with good cushioning. Holds you in. No ottoman, no recline, no head, just no any anyway. Uh and so it wound up in my room because there wasn't uh a place for it to be uh, otherwise and uh for, you know, so I left and went up to my room and it, I just had this feeling that I needed to listen to animals alone in the dark. Mm -hmm. And so I sat in that chair and put my cassette copy in my Walkman, put my headphones on and turned it up as loud as it could go. And um, I, you know, knew the words, of course, and and the tune uh, to both um, Pigs on the Wings, um, basically by heart. Like Mm -hmm. I had listened to it enough. I knew dogs pretty well, um, but... Uh, I think I also p- pigs three different ones. It's the, the the rock, you know. But I'd never really given sheep, sheep you know. the time that it is. It, I just got goosebumps. I mean, it is so fantastic, <laughs> it's a big climax, yeah. uh, sonically. Um, you know, like the way that it opens and you get like the bleeding in the that, background. Yeah. I mean, it I sounds like you're the on a farm. Coming in, and yeah. the, mm-hmm. I mean there's so much like i, I you know so w- w- the whole point is that of course uh the wall dark side and what you were here are the three you know mega monsters oh, yeah. but um adam heart mother and um animals and what's the third one
1: People like to throw in metal.
0: Uh, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Just two weeks ago, uh, I did something, and I, I was in so much pain, and so I I got in. My chiropractor has um, uh, a couple different massage therapists at his practice, and this one gal's like super nice and friendly and relatively chill. The other gal's really young and um, can her tech. It's super aggressive. Like I mean, <laughs> like. So I had a 90 minute session and we talked almost through the whole thing, but I had like some 75 second and 90 second and two minute delays in being able to answer a question because she was, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I got to breathe through it cause it hurts so bad. Right. But she put on this, you know, she's very, uh, garden, you know, earthy, uh, makes all her own salves for the and, and always puts on a playlist and so she put on this playlist and it was kind of just all over the place. Um, and about 45 minutes or maybe even an hour into the massage, I heard that super high pitch okay. and I go like immediately I goes out. I think it is. And she was like, it's like, how could you know what the end? Uh, She's like, what do you think it is? And I was like, I mean, it sounds like echoes from, you know, and she was like, yeah, that's what it is. And I was like, this record like, kind of changed my life. I mean, <clears throat> right in that pocket of, like, I'm going to become an amazing guitarist and all the ladies <laughs> are just the world. fearless. <laughs> I was like, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one that's going to set me to, I just got to learn how to play this. Little guitar. Yeah. Like the chord changes yes. on there. Um, and so much, you know, so much fascinating happening on that record. Uh, I mean this is San Tropez and shame. Seamus the Shamus one with the Saunders, dog barking.
1: Yeah. It's such a wheel like, all over the place. Yes. Where, like, it opens with one of those days. It's like a very, you know, I'm going to cut you like, into tiny pieces. Yeah. What? Uh, where did that come from? Yeah. And then, you know, it goes into, you know, pillow of winds, fearless, like, yes, really smooth. yes. But then echoes, Beach, the Beachy get a beachy kind of, yeah. You San know. yes, very much. We're just going to chill on. the Yes.
0: Breeze. Um, but so, uh, uh, Dark Side of the Wall and, and Wish are the big, but for me, uh, Adam Hart, uh, Metal, and uh, Animals are kind of the like unsung the, heroes. The yes, yeah. yes. And I think um, that Animals is maybe where we get the best drumming. Nick Mason.
1: Oh, yeah. Very understated drummer throughout his whole oh, career. Right? I mean, he never had to be much of a like showy guy when you have, you know, richard wright and david gilmore in your band but yeah animals is definitely where they were like all right nick you've been you've been holding back long enough you well use, i think
0: you know and it's not even you know like a showcase it's just, it's just the like timing an and the, t- the and touch like very like loud like it's i also more, like, aggressive i also yeah. think that this is maybe some of uh roger Waters' finest bass playing Oh yeah. um and it's a little uh, I'm kidding, but it's, it's a little hard for me to say that. Cause I'm very, not a waters guy. I, are, <laughs> Fair, have yeah. you I spent I'm, any time? I reading? listened
1: to his solo stuff. It's not nearly, you know, as impactful for me as, uh, Pink Floyd was, but I did see him live a few years ago. Same. Uh, the I, us and them tour. Okay. And you know, to this day, the greatest concert ever. Right? Okay. okay. It was, discussed. okay. I was expecting it to be all right. He'll mostly play his solo stuff. But, you know, like the first half of the show, a lot of songs, a lot of his solo stuff. To lot sit T Mobile? It was at T Mobile. Like yeah. four or five years uh, ago? About five years ago. Five I was there. Five years ago, yeah. Uh, not a cheap ticket. It wasn't. No. I mean, uh, but.
0: And that's where we first got, like, the real, like, Trump era. Ericsson Bendejo and a lot of poli- Like,
1: oh, when shit. When the second half, like, after the intermission, like, that big. Wall yes. comes down yeah. and it's like the they project like the factory from animals. I was like, oh god, it's happening. <laughs> and like he broke straight into dogs and they played like almost the entirety of Animals. I was like, this is the highlight. Yeah, like, it's, it's not nothing's ever gonna right stop this. And you know, obviously, I I'm never gonna get to see Pink Floyd, so that's as close as I'm right. ever gonna get. So they
0: finally. i'm But have you? So have you read about their dispute? Their feud. Oh yeah. So tell me what your synopsis
1: uh i think you know they're just a bunch of crotchety old men that okay. are, are very hard set in their beliefs and okay. you know at this point they've been feuding for decades but they
0: played they finally
1: at the at the o uh the o2 in Has the early been 2000s that long? yeah it was uh okay it was like 2005 2006 but it was at the o2 arena um, oh i see and it was yeah that was the last time they all performed together and since then like they haven't like you know taking shots at each other no, very as right. much as they did back in the day, but it's very much. I uh, feel like
0: Gilmore's shots were always very kind of just quiet. He,
1: yeah. His, uh, Cause after Gilmore married uh, Patty, uh, I can't remember her name, but um, she kind of did more of the, well, you know, Roger was the uh, one that did this and this. When, is
0: he still married um, to her?
1: I think they are. I don't want to...
0: And when did discussion. when do you think they got married?
1: Uh, that was right around uh, Momentary Lapse of Reason. Okay, okay. okay. Division Bell time. Because she uh, was a heavy lyrical influence on Division Bell. Division
0: Bell was the first time, uh, I, if memory serves, uh, that he was direct. There's a lot lyrically in yeah. there. He's just saying,
1: "Yeah, hey Roger, what the hell, man?" Yeah. Dude, look what you you know. Yeah.
0: So, uh, not too long after Animals, I think Rick Wright got the boot it was
1: during the Wall. During
0: that, the Wall, okay. Uh, which is so so. Animals seventy seven, Walls seventy
1: nine. Okay. Yeah, they did so. Yeah, that run with so Dark Side was seventy three, which he was seventy five. Animals seventy seven, Wall seventy nine, which was just. Like, one of the greatest Have a decade. Like Have ever. yourself yeah. a decade. Thankfully. Uh, but, yeah, during the wall is when, you know, it all just came to a head. Yeah. And Rick Wright was like, hey, I'm not doing enough. I think I should get a little more input. I'm a founding member of the band. I think it's only fair. And Roger was like, all right, get out. Uh, see, I,
0: uh, the things that I've always read is that uh, your cocaine use is out of control. and That, too. Okay. I mean,
1: everyone was. But, yeah, there's specifically... um. Uh, what song is it? Nobody Home on the wall. Uh, There's a lyric on there. He says, uh, like, I've got a silver spoon on a chain. I've got a grand piano to prop up my mortal remains. Like, that is very directly like... Shots taken. Get your shit together. Damn. Uh, But it's very much like, yeah, they were just not on the same page whatsoever.
0: And And see, that's, I mean, uh, obviously stuff like this happens if you're in a band that is around for long enough. And, and, and... A band that is i mean from day one like we like drugs all of the drugs (laughs) and we also think that if you take drugs like this what we're doing is pretty for you yes um and uh so i lost my train of thought but uh wall final cut Uh, And that's it.
1: Which Final Cut was pretty much Roger Waters featuring Pink Floyd at that
0: point. Um, And so, as I'm, you know, like I said, I kind of didn't give animals what it deserved. But I did make it through. I was happy to get through Final Cut. Mm -hmm. uh, And, uh, you know, I'm buying these with my own money when I can. So it's kind of like, you know. Every time, every trip to the record store can't be, can't just be a Floyd, you know. I I gotta (laughs) get so, anyway. Now I'm like, okay, cool momentary lapse and delicate sound. Um, Division Bell came out not too much longer after that, but I was like, here's what I've gleaned it's that Roger wants basically 100% credit for everything that this outfit's done, he especially wants credit for songwriting credit, yeah. And it's like, if you lay down uh, a bass track to uh, another brick part two, right, and then the you bring it to the guys and the whole the thing takes form. It, that's just the line. I know that's part of that's a key part of the rhythm section, but none of this sounds the way that it does without Gilmore. Right. And it's not like you're telling him, okay, here's what you're going to do. He, yeah. He's a
1: he knows what he's doing. And yeah. by the way,
0: his first two solo records are fantastic i totally yeah. dug those face, yeah yes he's and little, uh self-titled was the first one so i think yeah um and then
1: he was like he had a was it rattle that lock a few like oh, a, a I didn't, decade ago okay so that was a really good he's just was it, oh, it really
0: I David oh Miller. man i gotta write that down um so i could tell uh that the final cut was as you said Roger Waters featuring Pink Floyd or however um and then it's like so I think that was 83 and momentary lapse is 87 or 89 Mm -hmm. and it's like this is that's Pink Floyd. This sounds like the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you're mad because you don't want them to use the name and you want all that the That was a cre-
1: big thing, yeah. He's like, you can't use the Pink Floyd name
0: anymore. Or, like, you know, all, all the way up to and including, like, a, a pig. Yeah. And, you know, and none of the thing, the like icon. The hammer. None,
1: hammer, yeah, none of that. You can't use any of
0: that. Take a hike. Yeah. I mean, you know, and they, uh, also right around the wall, maybe animal Animals Tour, I think it had been... Uh, become visible to several folks that uh waters was not the biggest fan of their fans and having to yes um, yeah
1: which that was what was spawned the the wall uh him realizing like okay it feels like i'm completely disconnected from my fans at this point and then that's what spawned the concept for the wall but oh interesting okay uh but you're right at that point it was so like right around dark side is when he kind of started taking a bit more control. Like, all right, here's what I want to write about. Like more like universal, like punchy topics. Yes. Cause until then it had been, you know, metal and obscured by clouds and the albums that were more like, you know, loose and more, we'll just talk yeah. about how we feel and stuff. But then with dark side was, you know, we're going to die tomorrow. Right. And we got right. mental mental stress and we got all this stuff going on.
0: Well, where when I lost my train of thought uh, talking about drugs and Rick Wright like I mean he's kind of the unsung hero. I agree. 100%. From I'm not going to not going to include the first two, but from that whole arc of um uh obscured by clouds to the wall like every the, the other three dudes are amazing but he's kind of like the glue, glue. yeah
1: like he uh, was never the flashiest keyboardist but didn't every single be. chord he played you were like okay that, that was the first yeah chord to play it's
0: like uh all of the um the elements you know like fire water wind. <laughs> Yeah he, he's, he's the avatar he's provide, the yes keyboard. yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, break real quick for restroom and get you another yeah, beverage absolutely. if you want
1: nice Jack White yeah from <laughs> earlier this year at, the, oh. at Starlight yeah uh, not, not not too
0: long ago just
1: a couple uh, it was in weeks. August oh, yeah just a few months ago amazing. one of the greatest like, I've, that's the third time I've seen him really uh, once solo once with the Rec on Tours and then again solo okay. now I've, I don't know if I knew that he was part of the Rec on Tours they're they're good, uh, but yeah, this was by far his best performance. Okay, and
0: this is uh, cell phone gets put in a thing. Yeah, right?
1: had to put your cell phone in a bag at the beginning. And, and then
0: do they do you keep the bag with you or do they have it like a coat check kind of thing? Uh,
1: we left our phones in the uh, in, in our in our car. Okay, uh, but yeah, they keep your phone. Okay, uh, and like, they give it to you in a bag. If you need to take it out of the bag, you can go. To them, they'll let you out. You can use your phone and they'll let you back in, put it back in the bag. Yeah, it's but it was fantastic. That's awesome. And they have like uh, photographers backstage and they like release all the photos. I saw a couple. Yeah. And it looked like he was (laughs) like you could because it was we got those tickets through my work at the time. Okay. uh, And it was like sixth row, seventh row. Like we were we could feel the sweat coming off the guy. Like it was insane. And there are a few pictures where you see me and my friend just. Just rocking that. I mean,
0: out. I saw a shot that's like, you know, coming this way towards him and the, the stage, and it looks like he is getting after it. Yeah. And he could, that's, it's he's palpable. He's been
1: going at it for over 20 years, like almost okay. 30 years now, and the dude's rocking like he just started. Like he's nice. It's insane. Love that.
0: Um. So, but, you know, I, the two pigs on the wings are. Um, they're, they're beautiful. Um, it's a very sad, pretty, but
1: sad. Yeah. Bookends. Yeah. And
0: you know, of, of course short. Um, and I mean, pigs, three different ones. I, have we, have they ever rocked that hard
1: that, so between pigs and then the very end of sheep, like that last little, yeah. like that, yes, like that last oh, that God. Like, that's probably like the P like the most triumphant yes. that they've ever sounded, especially after all that comes before you're like, okay.
0: Yeah. But when uh, the, that spot in uh, pigs, three different ones where Gilmore just, just, goes absolutely bananas you know it's the climax kind of and i mean he's he's down on the fretboard and just bending this, like him. like you're like dude you're gonna break a string like <laughs> you're shredding right now um, But you didn't
1: do that often like he was no, very much a methodical like i'll let this note ring out for a while but yeah on pigs is where he just there's lets it go.
0: something super eerie about the way that song kicks off you just get that snort and like, then you yeah, get that pig sound immediately. and that sort of Da-da-na UFO kind of laser kind of um so the pigs three different wings and then pigs pigs on the wing one and two pigs three different ones and dogs are all you can't say enough about them they're fantastic but there's something about sheep that is so um, real like r- like a it's got some weird blend of rural and urban mm-hmm. and just kind of in your face and you it's very the, anxious yeah like it's got a lot of yes. energy to it and it's spooky and mysterious like mm-hmm. um and honestly like uh it's gotta be where we get that label today you know if you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, use an Apple product or if you you can apply it to anything but to call someone a sheep mm-hmm. I mean it, it's got to be from if that
1: not, if not the first time it's one of the first yeah. times because I know uh, I don't know if Animal Farm directly addressed like people as sheep, but on Animal like the album Roger Waters was yeah. very much like uh, yeah this is this is what's coming if yeah. you don't wake up well and I think
0: uh for the way that things would ultimately go for that band. And then him, the figure that we know and watch perform today. Like, I think that was kind of a a springboard to his whole political kind of.
1: And what's funny too, is that, uh, so animals came out in 77, which was right after like the birth of punk, like it had started, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, really like forming and punk was very much, the antithesis to everything that prog rock was and that Pink Floyd was, you know, no more were these 12-minute long guitar solos and, you know, jazzy diminished seventh chords and whatever. It was just two-minute songs, three chords and the truth, screw everything else. Right, and and
0: also happening in their neck of the woods, you know, across the pond, as it were.
1: specifically, I remember Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols. I don't know if he called them out by name, but he was very much vocal about like screw those old timers, like Pink Floyd, those he called he referred to them as dinosaurs. Okay. And so whatever I think dude animals was kind of like a okay, we can do our own like, oh, okay. we'll stay yeah. in our own lane, but we can make angry, like, passionate music as well. Like it doesn't all have to be noodly doo, right. whatever. Right. And then I think especially sheep was the climax of yes. that. Like you said, it was the this is, this is our version of punk. So yeah.
0: Like. And I, I don't, um, not that I would ever try to compare a Floyd album to an album by another artist, but that, that the whole notion of book ending the album, like I, I can't think of, that. I can't think of another album where it's been done. So quite,
1: funny enough, uh, so, Animals has, you know, two really short songs at the end, and then the three monsters in the middle. Yes. Right before that, you had Wish You Were Here, which is Shine, Shine On, on Crazy on. Diamond. A One through eight. A minute song yeah. split in two, and then three kind of shorter oh, songs Oh, yeah, you in got Title
0: Track, Have a Cigar, and... Um, uh, Welcome to the Machine. Yes.
1: Um, which was very much, you know, kind of the reverse. Like, it had those bookends, but it was more of like a, the bookends are the meat of the album. Yeah. yeah. And then they got to Animals, and it was like, here's some pretty warm-up to right. the monstrosities that you're going to get. So crazy.
0: Um so that Roger Waters show, like I said, you know, that's all the Trump stuff and very, just, you know, as the kids say, zero fucks given, right? Like, uh, I'm putting it all out there, come for me if you're going to come for me. And then uh, he just finished another tour, right?
1: He did uh, the This Is Not a Drill And I feel
0: like he even went... He upped the ante a bit, yeah.
1: And he's always been very outspoken uh, as far as the members of Pink Floyd goes, he's by far the most outspoken. Right. Really it's hard to name any like rock stars from that era that you can name today that are still like kind of in the spotlight like that. Right. Um but yeah, especially he made some comments about the Ukrainian war that people were like all right dude. Cause I think I read, up. I think
0: <laughs> I read something where like uh like he's had some booze. And and maybe some folks have, have I I think I saw some folks leave that show that we were at. I mean, I believe it. And that was before he was
1: like saying this kind of stuff. Yeah, but
0: definitely, um, you know, uh, murmuring like with their partner or friend or who they're leaving. Like, you know, again, not a cheap ticket. um, And And it's
1: funny because it's like, oh. This is not what I expected. Like, have you ever listened to Pink Floyd? This right, is, this is very much his message. And he, it always has. Been. He, yeah,
0: and also, um, like, where have you been? Like, it's not a secret that Waters feels the way he feels exactly, and yeah. has no bones saying it. So, anyway, but I I remember seeing something from this recent tour where it very clearly up then and, and just kind of being like. Well, Let's take it back it's down true. a notch. Like,
1: Especially because the other members like Nick Mason and Rod, and uh, David Gilmour got together earlier this year with a Ukrainian artist and released like a charity single for Ukraine, uh, like raising money for their war efforts. And then you have Roger Waters, like the stomp, other part of Pink Floyd. Stomp saying, Stomping his feet a little harder than exactly, the last time. Exactly, yeah.
0: That's, that feels like a very uh, Gilmour Mason thing to do, like a philanthropic, yeah. you know um and uh rick wright's been gone for 15 years 15
1: it yeah Damn. it's been a while
0: r.i.p in peace to, <laughs> yeah. to that guy um but such a good record man i just uh it's one of those things where you it's absolutely perfect the way that it is but
1: i wouldn't mind if it was a little bit longer because everything is so
0: good it's like you don't want it to end this
1: on a little i wouldn't mind at all yeah even there's a section in uh dogs uh which is probably if not my favorite song ever easily one of my favorite songs ever there's a section in the middle like after the big guitar so that's just like a big spacey like we get the barking yeah Uh, uh when i saw that when we saw that live the whole time it was like this weird like stage show like the members like all put on like pig masks and they were all like sitting at a table and a butler came out and served them stuff and the whole time i was like what the hell is happening Uh it feels like this part of the song feels like you just throw anything like visual into it and it will just creep you the fuck out yeah much yes this is the part of the song that you're just like not sure what to do with yourself Uh is where you think about, okay, like what's happening
0: there. uh, There will, uh, you know, um, before the lights went out, there was this big rectangular screen Mm -hmm. with imagery. I can't remember exactly what, but I, I sat down and was like, well, that looks expensive. And then the show <laughs> yeah. starts, and it's... Uh, how many people are on stage with him? Like, five, six? It was six? him,
1: and then there was like, yeah, two... There were like a few background singers, yep, all yep. the instrumentalists. It was, it was an expensive production. And then,
0: the, and then the light... No expense spared for the light show. I was going to say,
1: that big finale, like, when the prism... Like, yes. ...everything, yeah, it was... You
0: know, kind of like, okay. But, but I mean, I don't even remember what it was, $145, something... I remember feeling like, uh, yeah, this is all a very expensive, but also still feels like you're, you've probably made enough money <laughs> like oh, yeah. over the years to, yeah, like, yeah. anyway. Um, so interesting, though, that uh, 76 and 77, yeah, for small small change in animals.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize, like, when I was picking my, my three, uh, I didn't realize that after I sent them, like, oh, those are two very well we, and we went third bing
0: bing and then we catapult <laughs> yeah. uh, a good long ways to 2010 with lcd sound system yep, this is happening. um and um i i was talking about uh this with um another guest and um fish is my all-time favorite uh i, I saw him in august for the 78th 79th and 80th time my kids are both named after them i mean my it just i could go on um but this guest and i who's also a fish fan both uh shared that we didn't realize until we we're talking that this phenomenon of like searching for the next greatest that that we're that, that for us is okay now this is the greatest just band of all band. time um and he thinks he's He's goose he's really into goose um, and I, they're I new, yeah I dig they're, him they're too really good, yeah. uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the torch being passed from fish I mean Trey from fish is playing with goose like right is now really? yeah for six or seven shows the, the his band Trey Anastasia band so they're doing um, like goose opens and he comes out with them and then Trey band plays and some of the goose guys come out so cool, right? yeah Um and uh there have been a couple bands where um i was like oh my god this might be it and the first time i listened to this record um i was like oh my god i think that they have arrived (laughs) um i was but i was quickly derailed um and i, so I have a confession to make uh, i've listened my, my next door neighbors uh they've actually both that's the husband and wife that have each done an episode uh they have three kids my, They my kids and them they play together all the time sometimes we hang out and they have a nice deck and some outdoor speakers and uh he's always got tunes on and if we're sometimes if we're hanging out it's loud but often it's very very enjoyable so this record has been on a bunch over there i've listened to it a bunch on my own um but every time i listen to it on my own um i find myself going back to dance yourself clean i can change and home and the rest (laughs) the rest of the album is kind of just like It's never really grabbed me. So I should have, a more professional podcast host would (laughs) have made the time to give it a a front to back to brush up, Uh but I ran out of time. Um, And so sell me on the rest of this rack because those three tracks are amazing.
1: So you said dance yourself clean home and what was
0: And uh I can change. And I can change.
1: That's the that's the one that people usually go to. That dun, 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 that little synth line is so
0: iconic.
1: Boom. <laughs> Boom. <Fantastic> Boom. <laughs> uh so I feel like when it comes to LCD sound system, Sound of Silver is probably their bigger. Oh yeah, record. this is uh
0: 3 of 4.
1: This is their third. Uh and that th- and this is happening was supposed to be their last album right? they disbanded like they broke up after they had this huge uh farewell show yes at, at madison square Garden. yeah uh and then a few years later james murphy is like actually i want to make more music so they came out with another album uh number four number four okay yeah. um american dream uh which some fans weren't as big a fan of i really enjoyed it um but a lot of fans for some reason saw it as like a uh like a cop out, like hmm. lessen the impact of the farewell tour. Okay, whatever. Which I don't see it that way. I can kind of see, but you know, he's making more music. What more could you ask for? Like it's and it's good music. He's cut. He's He's, in, he's the meat and potatoes, and yeah. then there's a bunch of other. Yeah, he's the main songwriter. A lot of the instrumentation is him. He'll like Nancy Wang is on there. Yes, a lot too, yeah. It's if mostly you, yeah. if you
0: look at the. So it's like the prime the six or six or seven five or six pri- guys, primary yeah. and then you've got like uh, a couple of uh, uh ancillary folks and then another subset event mm-hmm. an- but but up here in the he meat and potatoes like all four or five of the other folks one line and his is like a huge paragraph of all the th- right
1: yeah. but he he's very much uh so LCD house system didn't really get big until james was already like in his 30s um there's a song on the first album called Losing My Edge. Okay. Which is all about, you know, I I'm the one that was I'm the one that was playing uh rock songs at the the disco clubs and now all these kids are coming up and taking my thunder and it's like i I'm still cool too, guys. Uh but it's funny cuz you know that was like his big breakthrough when he was already like going through a midlife crisis at this point. Okay. So then LCD Sound Systems kind of whole lyrical focus is I'm old, but I can still have fun and, you know, reminisce on the past, but still have an eye on the future, sure. kind of.
0: So um, you know all four records well. Yes, yes. And um, so the first one is... Uh, self-titled. Okay. That was the first one. Was and this, this one's 2010. When's that one
1: out? Uh, I want to say 2003, 2000, maybe 2005. Okay. But I know Sound of Silver was 2007. And that's number two? That was number okay. two, and that was the big one.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the couple little blips I saw... Uh, were kind of throwaway one-liners saying, it's not like the last record. And <laughs> I, I have not... Uh, what Which one has... Um, the t- the name of a song is like... So-and-so is playing...
1: That's the first album. Daft Punk is playing at my yes, house. Yes, yes. Yeah. Their first album is very much the... It's the, very like the meat and potatoes, bare bones, kind kay. of dance punk album. Rock, guitar, keyboards here and there. Just, we're here to have a good sure. time.
0: But record two is... Sound
1: of Silver, he kind of like matured. There's okay. a song specific... There's two songs on there uh, that are back-to-back on the album. Uh, Someone Great and All My Friends. Okay. Which are like...
0: All My Friends sounds familiar. All My
1: Friends is probably their biggest, like most iconic Okay, song. okay. But between those two songs, it's like... Hey, you're gonna make me feel things now like someone great is about uh, his therapist passing his longtime therapist that he'd had for like 20 years passed and oh then, wow so the whole song is about like i wish i had someone to talk to about oh, this man. but that was you and wish
0: i, I had would. a tom waits buddy
1: <laughs> right exactly uh and then yeah all my friends about you know looking back on you know i'm in my 40s now where are all my friends like what's happened wow i could have like uh, there's a so- there's a specific line on there that uh always like tears me up that's i wouldn't trade one stupid decision for another five years of life that's like i don't care what happens for the rest of my life wow. i just want this moment like to last and you know it's that kind of just the music is never super like complex but it's like super like it fits like it just hits yeah like, the lyrics yes and then for most people, Sound of Silver is where they peaked. Like, that was, hmm. like, this is it. For me, personally, This Is Happening was, like, I mean, a step up. Dude.
0: Uh, it's a lot
1: more, uh, you know, Sound of Silver is more, like, bare bones. Like, it's a little more like the debut. Okay. Like, we're just sticking sure. to these sounds. But, yeah, This Is happenings where he's, like... Keyboard synths, crazy production, everything. We're throwing it in, and it's gonna sound amazing.
0: I mean, it feels like sonically, it feels like a a, a, a stage production. Huge. Like, yeah, you know, um, a, a lot of punch, a lot of very specific timing that has can't yep. be These off. Just even one a, little two uh, or three sounds a, here and there, and, and energy, and a little bit of attitude, and and a sense of humor. Oh yeah, but, he's
1: a hilarious, like so self deprecating, so but also. Witty, you know? Fun, like
0: you know, the overarching.
1: Because you mentioned "dance yourself clean," you
0: mentioned what an opener. I mean,
1: like, I don't know why, like, what he does with like the mixing, but it's so quiet. The opening of that song, like the first three minutes, you're like, "Is this how the whole album?" Right? Yeah, I can dig it. It's a vibe. And then, as soon as that like first punch hits, when like the synths come in, it's like blows your speakers out. Yeah. and for the rest of the album, is, is that the one like that has
0: them. the Muppet video, uh, or is The it...
1: Muppet video is "New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down."
0: No, one of these three has. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, I don't know
1: that I'd seen a music video.
0: It's it's and it's it's in New York, I think, and they're filming. Like, there's a ton of people around, and the Muppets are like some of the Muppets a weird collection not like all the people because it would have been perfect if it was all the original Muppets and right when they come in with the animal could be up at the kit but but
1: I'm picturing that now that would be amazing
0: anyway uh, I I I think maybe why I get derailed is because you know Dance Yourself Clean is so powerful and you know kind, kind of inspiring and then Drunk girls, this drunk girls is two. Very much a and I'm very like,
1: different song. Oh, what
0: yeah. is th- you know <laughs> throwback to Sex Pistols so era? It's
1: uh, I always think of it as a throwback to Velvet Underground. Okay, uh, but Velvet Underground never had that kind of tempo. Specifically, White Light White. Okay, Heat, okay, fair enough. It's very much you know that just like yes. drunk girls like White Light. Yeah, uh, but I think that song is very much a. We got through that one. He's just a funny little, let's move to the next song. But even Drunk Girls has, uh, there's a line on there. uh, Drunk Girls know that love is an astronaut. It comes back, but it's never the same. Right. who comes up with that? Like, <laughs> fantastic line, but who in their right mind is like, yep, that's a comparison I can make?
0: Uh, One Touch and All I Want before we get to I Can Change are, are those...
1: One Touch is good. There's always one or two songs on every album that's like One Touch. It's just like that slow kind of bubbling burn Uh, that just the occasional little flourish, but it's just a methodical like... Classic post-punk, you know, very Talking Heads vocals. Like, yes, I don't think that we will be pleased with this. Like, it's just, <laughs> uh, like all business, uh, but still like having a fun time with it. And then all I want is just pure Bowie worship. Like, oh, really? Okay, okay. Song. It's it's him. It's pretty much his take on Heroes oh, era Bowie. Nice. Which, I mean, pretty much all of this is happening is very much him wearing his influences on his sleeve, and like, okay, here is what I love and here's what I'm going to do with that. Nice. Like putting it into my like perspective, but that specifically is very much a, I love Bowie and this is my take on a Bowie song.
0: Um,
1: and then like you said, comes I can change. Yes. Like the big
0: Uh, emotional. Yes. Uh, so I, I had an Atari as a little kid. And then in high school I had a Nintendo. When I graduated college, I bought myself an original PlayStation. And for just every year, I would just get the new NHL game (laughs) and my roommate and I, that's all, you know, and then I brought it, when I moved back to Kansas City, It kind of continued into like 03, 04, and then I sort of just, I was consumed by the restaurant industry, so I I didn't have a lot of video game. But um, one of the years, I want to say it was 99, uh, the intro to the game um is quiet, kind of like dance is slow and quiet and you're like is it game is it, is it a sports game like, like, and yeah. and all of a sudden it it blends into heroes <laughs> uh and you can kind of hear the <laughs> building in volume um and then like right at the climax of one of the we can be here they drop uh, a bunch of live footage clips of like a huge check and a huge save and and then it all kind of turns into like a film reel and wraps mm-hmm. up and then the game starts it's just yeah. an epic <laughs> epic uh intro right um so that that's that's where i kind of like you know came online to i i knew space oddity i knew suffragette city i knew a bunch of bowie tunes mm-hmm. but radio stuff mostly that really I was it, was, like,
1: it was like a song that really elevates bowie
0: yeah I, I was like, like i gotta i gotta look into this bowie yeah. cat like um
1: that was the same way that was the song that was nice the...
0: what
1: the hell is yeah
0: it? now now when i hear anytime and you can just you can youtube it it's that intro uh but anytime that song comes on like especially if my kids are i love showing them that just picture you know. the yeah playing through. um so yeah i can change which um goes i think um I can change, I can change, and then eventually it's never change, never change. Is uh, that right? It's Other Way Around. Other Way Around. With, uh, oh.
1: So the first chorus is never change, never change. Okay, changed. okay. Uh, this is just like, this is who unless, I fell in love unless with. Unless you fall in love. Yeah. or Yeah, but then later it's okay. I can change. Like, you don't have to change. I love you as you are, but if you need me to, I will be whoever you want me to be. Wow. But it's, but it's a, yeah, if it helps Powerful. you fall in love. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then uh, you wanted a hit pow pow weird
1: songs but amazing and somebody's calling me that's the song that really throws a lot of people off the album is somebody's calling because because it's uh you haven't listened to it in a while right it's a very bare bones song like uh almost like cd like don't 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 like just a very thudding bass yeah like nothing really going on but then the chorus is and it's just this like disgusting wall of noise that comes in like this weird synth effect huh. that hits like with his vocals like in phase and like follows him which throws a lot of people off and it kind of like doesn't fit with the rest of the album. Hmm. I love it. I sure. think it's a perfectly like weird setup for Home yes. coming right after. But uh, in a lot of talk like there's a lot of discussion online. I see a lot of lists that are like what's an album that's perfect except for one song? This is happening comes up a lot because of uh, really. Somebody's calling okay, you. interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't, uh, I'm not motivated to like rank the big three, my big three from this record. Uh, but I, I kind of think home is the king for me. Uh, there's so many bits of nuance mm-hmm. that they just nail perfectly. Um, <clears throat> and, Just a couple lines in there, Um, something like, uh, shut the door uh, on such a terrible year. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know. There's something about the different tempos and the transitions and, like I said, just the the sounds. Uh, It's bouncy. Yes. There's so
1: much, like that little... Yeah. Yeah
0: uh again a, a great pop and bassline um all the all the key synth work is just I mean it's it's kind of perfect it's also one of those deals where uh perfect the way it is but I never want it to end exactly yeah. um I seldom uh listen to that song start to finish and don't
1: hit just it one more time it, I know. mean it's so good it's funny because uh home specifically, you know there are references all throughout the album to take me home, or okay, going home. Yeah, uh, all I want specifically has the big climax of the of the song is take me like him screaming take me home. It's like the whole album is leading to hmm. home. Okay, we're just like here we're here. Wow, this is what we're what we've been talking about.
0: So that was 2010, and then the next deal was 2019-ish. I took
1: a break. Think, yeah, 2018, 2019 okay. is when American Dream came out. Okay, which. Yeah, like I said, some people were a bit thrown off, like, eh, James Murphy, whatever. I, not their best album, because This Is Happening exists, but I, like, <laughs> they don't have a bad album. Right. And American Dream is, like, and right on par with. Do you other
0: have other any stuff, idea uh, since then what they've been. They've
1: released a few, like, one off singles. Okay. Uh, there was a song a few weeks ago they released. Really? Uh, called New Body Roomba, which okay. is honestly, like, one of the best songs they've ever done. No this way. Period. Okay. Um, but. Uh, I don't know that they have any plans to release any albums coming up. I think they're happy just, you know, doing their little. They they have like some residencies in New York, and they're, you know, just really just doing their thing. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, any side projects for anybody that you've heard of?
1: I know Nancy was involved in some stuff uh, earlier this decade. I don't know that she's still doing anything, but I'm not that I'm okay. not
0: familiar. All with All right. Them. Um. So, uh, any other records that are just <laughs> huge?
1: Tons. I uh, I really wanted to include a hip hop record, okay. on here because I really do love hip hop. Um, I didn't as much as a young man, and then it was around college, okay. Because uh, my friends, the the hip hop that my friends listened to growing up was, uh, you know, I grew up like in the bling era, so Soldier Boy, Lil Wayne, sure, that kind of stuff. I which didn't know that fine. it had
0: that n- label, that name. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: it was fine. Not my cup of tea. Which And then, you know, being kind of a, not isolated, but kind of a, not, uh, I don't know how to put it. Not- I kind of assumed that's what hip-hop was. Like, it's Lil Wayne and Soldier Boy and stuff like that. Okay, um, And then I got to college, and first it was Kendrick Lamar, and to this okay. day, Kendrick Lamar is probably my favorite right? All right. But he was the one that I was like wait there's like <laughs> their substance here yeah. like they're te- they're like talking about something not that little wayne and soldier right. don't talk about anything but with kendrick it was like like all the whole message is here and sure. up front and then from there i got like into you know older stuff tupac biggie eric b and Rakim. okay uh,
0: uh, all right nice so
1: a lot of that uh tang obviously uh more modern stuff i'm a big jpeg mafia fan uh Open mic eagle, you know, like that sure. underground hip hop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I had to pick one hip hop album, it would definitely be Tipimba Butterfly, like okay, is, okay, like, far and away. And it's kind of cliche at this point, but T Pab is, in my opinion, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest hip hop albums. Just I ever.
0: just listened to it for the first time for oh, really? uh, a week ago. Today's guest, really, uh, what do you think? I mean, it was it, um, he gave me five. Um, and they were all great. Um, I, one of my, my, my last chef job, uh, before starting the thing I'm doing now, uh, somebody brought in Kendrick went, and, it, uh, they just kept playing swimming pools. Great I, I was, I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> like, you know, he sounded like he was just saying like cucumber drank ice cube <laughs> drank, you know? And I, I was like, I don't get all cause I've been, I've been hearing about him. Mm-hmm. So when this dude brought this, I was like, Oh cool. Like the next, this is supposed yeah, to be the not guy in your face. It's um, so I, you know, I, I pivoted or deflected Kendrick. Uh, you know, I, I haven't willfully left him out, but I've just been pulled other directions. Mm-hmm. Um, so his, let me actually just look at his list really quick. Um, because it was really... He's he's a, a rapper and a trombonist. Um, Interesting. Very, very cool. Um, and, and fascinating dude. Uh, so he... Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Great album. Uh, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor.
1: <laughs> Love me some Lupe Fiasco, it, yeah. It
0: was, which I really loved. Back of Town by Trombone Shorty, which...
1: I, I have a friend who's really oh, into Trombone Shorty. Oh, he's, yeah. just...
0: I hate Chef's Kiss, but Chef's Kiss, <laughs> uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Kanye, which yeah. I was like, okay, uh, I, I, I dug it, but same deal, like 04, somebody gave me a couple Kanye records, and uh, they were they were rough. Mm-hmm. One of them ends with like this super super long track where it sounds like he's just talking about himself. And I was like, I don't know about this guy. So I hadn't <laughs> re-
1: even from the get go. You're like, all right, Kanye loves Kanye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kanye's only gonna easy talk loves about himself to uh
0: <laughs> and then to pimp a butterfly, um, which um, you know, I, t- I gave two listens, mm-hmm. not you know, um, uh, undivided attention. Um, and also as a collective of five, and trying to think about Everything, things we're going to talk yeah. about, so it for sure deserves uh, uh, undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Couple it's a listens, very dense album. but I was like um, uh, intimidated because I'm like, you know, immediately it's like, oh, this is the world decided that this record it is really did huge. happen like that, yeah, and I was like, oh, like, am I? Is that okay if I listen to it now? Yeah. You know? uh, Which so is
1: so many albums that you know you get older and you like you start building up like okay I've listened to a lot of music but there's an album or two that you like I don't know if I can approach that one. Right. Well, that's so,
0: so so I'm I'm stuck right now. You said <laughs> Wu Tang, obviously
1: that's another one 36 for me. Chambers. I have I bought
0: Thirty Six Chambers on tape in like '96 and was like oh, I don't think I get it. Uh, and I never, so, but, but I've done it on, for an episode. And then of course, uh, you know, there's all the dudes. Yes. It's a very, very big, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, uh, in fact, uh, I'm, I'm kind of working my way through, uh, in between whenever I have time and, and trying to take what I think. Most, most of the, all of these are fascinating to me, Right. but I got to try and pick clips that I think will be interesting to other people and, and, and make TikToks out of them. Um, yeah. and so like get people interested. Yeah. So I, I put one up, uh, and I was voicing this, you know, intimidation, lack of knowledge Wu-Tang and the, the verbiage that I gave the TikTok was, uh, uh, Here's, here's a Waika that knows nothing about Wu Tang that is hosting a podcast about music. So there's that. <laughs> but uh, okay, so if if you had to pick a, a hip hop,
1: uh, it's Tupac. Okay. So have you
0: have you dipped into Tribe and Daylaw and Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Uh,
1: Tribe called Quest uh, around the time that like I got into Kendrick. Uh, sure. Um, what is it? Low End Theory. Oh. Still one of the greatest albums I've ever listened to. Nice. Um, cause yeah, there's, uh, cause Kendrick pulls a lot from that side, like the more funky, uh, like you said, De La Soul, uh, but he also pulls a lot from, you know, like the more just like, I don't care what's going on behind me. I'm just going to spit about my life. Like, back, back like, to like T-dubs. Yaws, like, yeah, exactly. Um, so it's very much a, like a blending of styles, you know, you have this crazy jazz funk backgrounds going on. Sure. And then he's like saying some like there's a song uh called black of the berry on to Butterfly. butter yes yeah which is intimidating like in a completely different sense just like one of the angriest sounding songs i've heard mm. in my life mm-hmm. and there's a whole like the whole song's about like i'm black and i'm proud of it right like, i don't care that like uh like i eat watermelon yeah i I watch bet yeah so whatever like he's owning these like stereotypes and saying like i own them you can't use them against me yeah but then the whole end of the song is like the instrumentation kind of like dies out oh wow And he just goes on like this like rant about like so if i do all these things if i if i give uh bet endorsements if i uh, eat watermelon on weekdays like and then he ends it with uh uh why should I weep when Trayvon Martin was killed in the streets when gang banging made me kill a person blacker than me? It's like the whole song's about like black on black violence. And then yeah. it ends with, you know, that's a tragic moment, but how can we feel tragic about it when this is like our life? Like R- we caused this. and it's right. like,
0: Oh yes. 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 Who else is like, which I don't think, uh, Everybody as a collective was a fan of that no, idea. No, 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 no. very controversial. I mean, when said that. you know, not that I'm uh, in a position where I am a, you know, can speak to it, but I mean, somebody should say it.
1: And especially like someone that grew up in, like he grew up in Compton. Compton. all his songs yeah. are about Compton. Like, yeah. this is someone that grew up in that life telling you, yes. that I don't want to be in yeah. this, like this is. And uh, he just released his newest album a few months ago, earlier this year. And before he, re- every album, right before he releases the album, he releases a, a heart single. Uh, the heart part one, the heart part two, the heart part three. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. And then they're not on the record. They're not on the record. Interesting. They're just like little one off singles. Okay. Uh,
1: and then for this album, it was the heart part five. And the whole song is just very. It's about the culture. And it's about, okay. uh, This is what we cause. Like, we can't. Uh, there's a line that says, when hurt, uh, when hurt people hurt people, fuck calling it culture. It's like. We, we can't just hide behind yeah. the, the facade yeah. of culture anymore. That like, makes me think
0: of the uh, uh, the thug life tattoo. Essentially. The hate you give little infants fucks everybody, <clears throat> I think was what it was. I mean... Like, it,
1: it's just a self-perpetuating... Yeah, like, yeah we, man. If we keep just saying, hey, that's how it is, then that's how it's always going to yeah. be. Um, you see, uh, he talks a lot about, you know, his friends have gotten shot and killed. Nipsey Hussle died a few years ago. Like, take off of Migos just a few uh, weeks we, ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, it's not just rappers. You know, people are dying. But yeah. it's specifically, like, it's like he says, it's a culture issue. And all, like, he raps a lot about, I want to do something, but also don't expect me to be the only one doing something like yeah. we all need yeah. to. like this needs to yes. be a culture-wide effort
0: good for him man um so do you own any day law physically
1: uh not physically it's hard to come back. Well, it's
0: you, it's not available yeah because they still it was supposed to be last november them and tommy mm-hmm. boy were supposed to resolve and then we would get it in s- streaming mm-hmm. Um, But if you...
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I've listened to the albums. You uh, have? Okay, uh, okay. I have, thankfully, um, just, you know, pirating whenever I can. Yes. Uh, but it, there's a few albums that, you know, like you said, they're not on streaming, and so it's very well, difficult. Like, in the age of streaming, that's where you get most of your music. Absolutely. Uh,
0: absolutely. And uh, I firmly believe um, that no collection should be without Three Feet High and Rising and Stakes is High. Absolutely. And for me, Stakes is High is, like...
1: You can't match. That. For me personally, three feet high and rising is their okay. their peak. But yes. you cannot, you can't argue. Like when De La Soul are on, they are fucking on. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. It's incredible. And I don't know if you listen to much Gorillas, but Gorillas like almost every album they have at least one or two songs featuring De La Soul. Okay, they're really tight. I something.
0: only was kind of dialed in for their first. Was it self-titled? The self-titled, like white, first white one, with yeah. some with the purple. The and
1: them, yeah. like yes, on yes. It,
0: yeah. Uh And then I, they just haven't been on my radar since. Fair, but yeah. I see the, I see them pop up. Like I feel like they occasionally collab with other folks, That's or feature. Much their whole thing okay, okay. Like
1: they're like they have their sound, and then they just bring on other people cool. to like pile on. Very to it, cool. Which I'm a if another album I would have loved to pick for this would have been mm-hmm. Plastic Beach by Gorillaz. Oh, okay, okay. Another. 10 out of 10 album for me
0: um so uh, how are you plugged in to the scene how do you know like the heart single comes out and uh uh
1: just a bunch of online forums uh just really subscribe to a bunch of bands like their pages okay what
0: online forums such Uh, as
1: Bandcamp releases a lot of info uh the indie heads subreddit on reddit uh i visit there a lot um on Reddit there's indie heads, pop heads and hip hop heads. And okay. Those three just like every Friday. Like here's the albums that came out today. Here's what's going on. It's our
0: our al- it, albums dropping on Fridays. Fridays are they? The wasn't it Tuesday used to be Tuesdays, forever. Uh, I
1: think like a decade ago Okay. Like, just within the past few years like it's Fridays. Now. All right.
0: I mean set your the, weekend off to exactly, a good start, yeah, yeah. I guess.
1: Uh, that's the release day now and then yeah, I just try to stay as much in touch as I can. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um so are you are you still in your 20s? I'm 27. 27. Mm-hmm. I was, was going to guess 27. Uh, so what's 37 going to look like for you?
1: It's uh, a good question. Uh, hopefully just still with my girlfriend. Hopefully not my girlfriend at that point. Hopefully okay, my Okay, right. Uh, but hopefully we're still doing what we love. Are you guys cohabitating? Yeah. We have at, an apartment up north. Oh, um, okay. Um, hopefully not an apartment in Right, years
0: right. Nice. Um that's uh how long did you date before you guys moved in together
1: uh so we started dating like right before the pandemic Uh hit so right around when the pandemic was like we're gonna be spending a lot of time together anyway might as well smart Uh, smart yeah Uh,
0: maybe and that uh is is kind of a unique situation that maybe uh kind of cancels out where i was going to go with this but uh if if you know two people are serious like they both, as life goals, like want to be partnered with somebody and have a relationship. Like uh, moving in together is no joke. It's yeah, no that's small that's task. Step, yeah. um, it's really we finally, you know, all You're gonna be all spending all your time. Well, with your but person. I mean, like uh, it's obviously a deeper look into. The person, yeah, for, for both sides. Oh, right. Um, I want to take this step. Y- yeah. I want to um, take and and you know, I think that there's some kind of thing about like, you know, if you don't do it before you get married, then uh, you get married and, and now you're okay, now we're gonna cohabitate, and it's like, uh, that's supposed that's how it's supposed to go.
1: So, r- r- like traditionally right yeah. right
0: uh so it it sort of feels like there's a little less pressure uh oh, to yeah. to kind of get comfortable get comfortable yeah. and really like oh you know get to know the person on a whole other level um so if you just you know if if you're just cohabitating and and, and you're not married I, I think that there can be uh some pressure to because, oh, yeah. because like you know, we made this leap together, and but I, I think that perhaps having something like the pandemic and that very thought, we're going to be spending a lot of time together anyway, mm-hmm. might as well like that could be some glue that carries you the whole way, right? Like, I mean, we this is how how we this was the way the world was, right? And then it shifted a little bit, but we entered the shift together and uh, and it's a, it's a new normal or whatever. Um, but that's cool. Um, so hopefully not an apartment, hopefully not dating, uh, work wise, hobby wise. If
1: I'm bartending, then I'll be happy. If I'm doing something more math related. I'll be happy as long as I'm, you know, making money and not spending, you know, a hundred hours a week behind a desk or something. Sure. That would be ideal. What does she do? She's a teacher. Okay. She's an elementary school teacher.
0: Okay. Um and she is she, whatever whatever you choose to do, she's supportive yeah. and it's not like
1: I mean, it's not like I'm going to, you know, just uh panhandle or anything. No,
0: I know, but like, I mean, there are certainly women out there that might say right now today, uh bartending, bartending is okay. Uh, and you know,
1: <clears throat> but this is not what but, you're but, gonna
0: but do. Yes, yeah. you know, and so you as the dude, you all, and then a couple of years, you start getting take a dig or two, mm-hmm. and then maybe eventually you have the talk where it's like, no, go
1: get a real job uh, type uh, thing, quote unquote. Uh, right,
0: yeah. and it's like, well, how what what's what? different now? Like, yeah. why was it fine? I don't, you know. But, so she's...
1: No, it seems, yeah. She knows bartending makes me happy. Cool. Like, but she she saw the stress I went through when I was a paraprofessional, and uh, in tech, like, I, it was fun, I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't for me. Right. And then, like I said yesterday, was my first shift at my new sure. bartending gig, and like, I've been doing a few bartending gigs over the past few weeks, just like at casinos, hotels. Oh, like, really? So, yeah, through, my dad works at okay. Pentecost now, so... Oh, right, you know, right he's like hey harris needs a bartender for this weekend sure i'm there uh but like i came home last night and i was just like so happy like i'm bartending again like this is what i want to do and cool let's do it nice good deal so that's really really fortunate there yeah well
0: now will you guys uh have the travel fever that your folks do as you guys go (laughs) through It's
1: entirely i mean i kind of have that now okay Getting out and seeing the world sure. as much as I can. Haven't seen very much of it, but I'd love to change right. that. Um, I mean, yeah, we definitely want to do that. Uh, maybe not like to the extent that my parents, because right, maybe because they're pretty much retired, so they can. Right. Uh, but like I said, every few months they're like, "We're going to Europe. We're going to South America. We're doing this and that." I was like, "All right, I'm cool. Oh like, Yeah, go for it." Uh, it'll probably be a while before I get to that point, but you know, I'd love to you know, Canada that's nearby or you know, yeah. just stuff yeah. that isn't so break the bank unreasonable. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh hobbies, projects.
1: Lots of music, obviously. Yeah. I listen to lots of music. You're
0: very, tonight. very learned. Like I'm like, oh shit, like, <laughs> should we switch seats?
1: <laughs> I've actually uh my friends keep telling me, like, you start a podcast, you start a YouTube channel, so this is a really interesting experience to you I know, mean potentially Opened that door.
0: These I don't. Uh, I don't do it as much as I. Did. This takes all my time now. But uh, re- I watched a lot of reaction videos, mm-hmm. um, and you see those folks just keep churning out the content and watch them ten thousand, fifty k, hundred thousand. It's just like going. what, yep. you know. And I obviously have to do whatever.
1: I follow one guy on YouTube, uh, Brad Tasted Music. He does, like, weekly, like, more than weekly, every few days. He just, like, uh, does a stream, and he says, hey, pop in, donate some money. It's, like, $5 a minute. And you just donate money and play any song you want. I'll listen to it. I'll react to it. Let you know what I think. And as he's gotten bigger, like, the price has gone up. To the point where, like, people are suggesting whole albums for him to react to for, like, Six seven hundred dollars, and it's like that's the dream. Like, that is what if people were paying me, get a couple started dollars, tomorrow, right? I, I mean, I, like, I'd never leave my room, I would just be in there listening to music. I thought all you like bartending,
0: I mean, not that much, right? Like, <laughs> bartending isn't <laughs> giving
1: me this kind of money, uh, but it's wow, like, man. Like, yeah, if I could obviously not everything is that lucrative, but right. just no you know, making content. I love you know, talking about music, I love discussing music. yes oh, listening to music every year i do a um on my facebook page i do a top albums of the year countdown okay. in december oh yeah a, your,
0: your dad mentioned that yeah that's i mean i uh, you don't feel pressure on that like uh, i would be worried did i miss like a major album i just to- I I, totally I missed it
1: to as much as i can right uh, obviously there's some like albums that I won't put on my list that other people might. Right, the right. Taylor Swift album, not a huge fan. Did you listen to it? I did. Yeah. I've only gotten
0: through it once, and I felt. Um, a little underwhelmed because there was a lot of life, pub, life. uh, and it's it's coming out at midnight, and then there's a 3 a.m. thing, and then there's yeah. four different album covers. That, uh, that, she
1: did a big rollout, for so
0: that album. but uh, it's not uh, across my years of listening to music, it's not uncommon for me to feel underwhelmed after one listen. Oh, yeah, um, so and so I you
1: don't really get the chance to like absorb it
0: right. And, and everything. she's also one of those people where I, I just know a little it's bit here and, there. and there's a lot of it out there yeah. you know so i don't you know
1: like... she had an album last year that was more like folky like a little more yeah like rural. uh-huh I was like all right this is the tailor i can get behind like i really like this and then yeah midnight she Midnight's
0: had one in out. um 2019 maybe that was
1: I believe she had like yeah like reputation or something came out around the... i feel
0: like that one was pretty darn good I mean I I, I dig her but I don't want to say it too loud because there's so much <laughs> like, that I haven't I like even yeah
1: yeah I respect her as an artist she's great not the type of music I'd like go out of my way to listen to all the time right but I do respect her as an yes.
0: artist. yes and uh you know uh a weird creature in the sense that like she is probably I mean she certainly is in one of those camps where it's like you can't do anything you can't go anywhere you oh, yeah, know without you know some level of protection and around because you you can't she's a superstar you can't right? go live your you can't go to yeah. mcdonald's or the barbershop yeah. or the heart without just being my um but then also um and i just learned this fr- uh, from a guest that uh because i I, ca- I asked like why the fuck does she keep putting taylor's version Oh, yeah. And it was because initial her credits, yeah. The initial contract was not very artist friendly, yeah. And so, and I think she tried to do something about it, and it didn't pan yeah, out. There was so now a lot she of
1: fight back, but now she's at a level where she's like, "All right, I'm nah, screwed. I'm just gonna buy back my masters anyway, and then do it my own way." So, there, yeah. Which um, I haven't. That's something I haven't really seen another artist do. Like just. I don't like the way this came out so i'm just gonna buy it all back and do it <laughs> how i think it should have been done the yeah. first time like i respect the hell out i
0: mean of it is that's a big big power move <laughs> huge yeah. um so uh if bartending or making money streaming was not necessary because money was not a concern for you and your all of your people for as long as you know um what would your days look like?
1: Probably like they do now. Okay. Like listening to music. Nice. Like reacting to music. Hanging out with my girlfriend. We watch Jeopardy every day. No so, kidding. I'm a big Jeopardy fan. Uh,
0: who's the Who's running it now?
1: Uh, Ken. Ken Jennings is the host. For Ken the main, Jennings. Yeah, who was the... He's the longest running champion in Jeopardy history. He oh, okay. The, okay. Like the, the star of Jeopardy historically. So nice. He's the host now, which is really cool but yeah we watch it every day religiously and cool yeah,
0: was and do you guys like that. Uh, have um as far as you know household responsibilities or is it kind of set in stone who does what or is it all fluid you guys pretty
1: do... fluid uh, she she does the laundry i do the dishes okay. mostly okay uh, that's like the like she like when it comes to laundry it's her when it comes okay. to dishes like i'll take care of that sure. mostly but besides that, you know, we both take out the trash. We'll both cook, clean around the house. Uh, during the pandemic, we would split a lot. Lately, it's more her doing it. Just cause okay. I'm lazy. I should definitely get back into it. We do HelloFresh a lot. Oh, okay, so nice. You know, easy to. Are come you, prepared for you
0: mostly pleased with everything that they send you, or, oh, or yeah. do you get in there and customize stuff? Yeah. Okay, uh,
1: okay. So yeah, we pick it's three meals a week and. You get to, like, it's like, here's the 40 meals you can choose from for this week. And ah. it's like, yeah, here's, we usually do like one chicken, one beef, and one like vegetarian. Or okay. Something like okay. That. Like to change it up, but a lot of variety. Yeah. We haven't had anything that's just straight up disgusting or anything like right. that. Right. So, right. Yeah, good stuff.
0: Um, so, of the list of folks, uh, I've had one guy repeat, and he, you know, I've probably chatted more Wu Tang with him. Um, Not in depth, just it's, you know, Mm kind of little pockets across two episodes. Um, But I uh, pitched the idea of trying to tackle the whole thing. 36 and, Chambers. And, 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 all or of it. All,
1: even the solo stuff? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there's only like three Wu Tang records, right?
1: Uh, the main stuff, yeah. There's only like, Wu Tang as a collective. There's only. And then there was the record that they released only one copy of right. a few years ago. Right. Like, the Pharma Bro
0: But no, no, no. All but, of it. Yeah. And uh, sort of. And having him, you know, I don't know, uh, once every six weeks or once every two months or something. Uh, and we would ahead we'd break format just a little bit and both of us would kind of dig in and bring notes and opinions and yeah. sort of attempt to get after the whole body of work um it's a dense body yeah, yeah yeah so obviously it would be over a big period right, of time yeah. but uh man if you want to c- come again and Absolutely. and have three different records that. uh or um I mean I would t- totally be into, you know, like, uh, uh, some kind of project like that, where, uh, if you're checking in on the scene kind of every Friday and then maybe, um, uh, every month or a couple, every two months or something, you've now you've got like a, a nice little bundle of notes yeah, and opinions yeah. and you want to come sit and chat with, you know, it kind of have to be, uh, a similar deal where i'd have to get uh some snippets of your notes mm-hmm. so i could do a, some some listens time, and then yeah. we're kind of on the same page mm-hmm. but um i would if you were i mean i'd absolutely. talk about it down the road yeah. but um tons of great music yeah all the time yeah absolutely
1: specifically there's like 50 albums i could easily just like 50. recommend wow yeah.
0: And that's, uh, you know, here in the middle of November. I mean, that sounds like probably an accurate number. Yeah. I'd you know, 50 I records mean. that came but out. I
1: mean, th- I've listened to maybe, I don't know, like 70 or 80 new albums this year that like, really? came out this year. And of those, there's like 40 or 50 that I'd say, like, I would listen to this again. I would cool. recommend this to other
0: Now, people. if you start an album for the first time and... You're not digging it <clears> to <throat> maybe three or four tracks in. Do you stay?
1: I try to stay. If I if I can tell like immediately like this is the whole sound of this is a non starter for me, then not really like <laughs> yeah, maybe not, not for me. I try to make it through like a song or two at sure. least just to get a feel. But more often than not, I try to make it through a sure. album at least once just to be like, All right, I listened to it. I, I can I, say I listened to it. I have a sort of an opinion yes, on it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh well cool man um when the place is open when's the place opening the new
1: place uh Black
0: Friday okay now, yeah. I mean right like around two, the corner two weeks I think yeah. um so once that's open and you've kind of do you think that you'll probably have consistent shifts or will it change
1: I'm, I think like uh, the way I talked about it with the owner will probably be fairly consistent okay week, yeah.
0: well once you're in and settled uh, I'd love to come have a drink and uh annoy you uh nice. with random <laughs> t- trivial tidbits while Absolutely, while you're slinging yeah. drinks so um come I'll, i'd like to come check it out so hit me up um thank you so much for uh making the trip from the northland in the dark like i saw a tiktok yesterday where a dude is coming out his front door and it says 4:59 p.m <laughs> and he goes oh shit i forgot my phone and then it's five o'clock, and he opens, and it's pitch black. And he's like, "This is <laughs> some like bullshit." <laughs>
1: it really does come at you out of nowhere. I,
0: it's, it, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I love to open blinds and pull to start the day, There's natural sunlight coming in. But I also really like to get those all closed once it's dark. Right. And you know, sometimes uh in the middle of daylight savings and so forth you know like 9 p.m i'm like was that was that today that i opened these (laughs) wow and now it's the other way it's like open shut you know um but it 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 happens so fast and you know uh 20 years your senior driving at night is like has become especially in the last two or three years like it's 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 sh- 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 like, daddy's trying to focus. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, just because, like, so much going it, every on. Every year you're on the planet, the more focused I think you are on mm-hmm. safety. Yep. And, like, if you have to venture out at night, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to get there, and I want to get back, and yeah, anyway. Like
1: a few years ago, my friends would text me, like, 10 p.m. Like, hey, what are you doing? Come out. Yeah, sure, I'll meet uh, you. out. And now it's, like, yep. 6 p.m. Like, hey, you should have texted me yesterday. Right. I need, like, a day's notice. I got, I got my PJs <laughs> on, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: but, yeah, it's just bizarre. I mean, so, point being... Right here in the middle of this daylight change, making the trek down uh, much appreciated of as course. is the time. Um, but let's get you out of here, and look forward to having you serve me a cold one.
1: Absolutely, I right, man, for having me.
0: thank you.